Hello and welcome to our first movie review show, which we haven't had a name for. No. Um, that might help, mightn't it? There's something about memories. <laughs> Let's call it The Thing. The Thing. Top secret. <laughs> to kill a mocking movie reviewer. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> really work that one. No. Uh, well, the any, movie, any, any, the movie show. A bit generic. Right. Any ideas? Get them into us. You know the usual yeah, address. Yeah, yeah. The usual shebang. Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. That's a game as well as <laughs> yeah. Film, so there you go. Can't go there. A Schindler's List. Oh god. I, I think we can stop listing my DVD <laughs> collection now. Good job we didn't get onto Shark Attack One and Two. Oh, there we go. Oh, I've said it. Yeah. Could call it Movie Attack. Movie Attack. Dun, dun, dun. With a, a you know a, a Python esque <laughs> dramatic chord. <laughs> the capicha. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, if if anyone does have an idea for this, I'll just call it the movie review show on the listings until we get a better name. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Simon Pryor. With me are Mr. Ant Tremaine uh, and Mr. Rich Hatton. Good evening. Of um, Ant's Nest and the Dark Side radio shows, both of which were on Wednesdays. I feel a bit. Like the odd one out because uh, I'm on Mondays. It doesn't yeah. rain on your day, though. Yeah. Uh, I, it's usually too dark for me to notice oh. <laughs> on mine. So, um, very dark in Winyates. Very, very oh, dark. Yeah. Um, I do mine in the daylight hours. Yes. So, um, we are going to uh, basically um, talk about films. Yay! Uh, and after our very lengthy intro, which went on for a bit longer than I was expecting. Three minutes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, on to the first section of the show, which uh, we might as well get it started. Uh, the cult classic. Yes. Um, now, cult classic this week is Commando. Uh, getting the uh, the good ones out of the way early, although we have got lots more to come. Oh, yes. Uh, now, Commando also <clears throat> technically falls under the bad movie category. But it's so bad, it's yeah. good. But it's, 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 I think it's a, it's, it's it a big made, budget bad it film. It was made bad. Just yeah, for the it was, it was, it was made. 80s. Yeah, it was made for comedic purposes. Yeah. Um, obviously, Commando. If you haven't seen it, is a film styling Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, and Vernon Wells as Bennett, possibly the and best yeah. movie villain ever. And a younger Lisa Milano. Yes, and uh, a cameo from Bill Paxton as a, a radar operative. Yes. Game over, man. <laughs> Uh, I lost them, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's, beat me to the quote. Uh, that's his uh, pretty much one one line. He talks to um, Ray Dawn Chong. Is that a name? I think, yeah. I think it's her name. Yeah, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? I shall pass it over to uh, to you guys. Uh, what are your opinions of Commando? I mean, obviously it's a classic, but what what bits stand out for you personally? Uh, where do you begin? I mean, there's obviously the the bad puns from Arnie. Don't wake my friend; he's dead tired. Um, that certainly, yeah, uh, certainly adds something to it. <laughs> yep. The uh, the very obvious fake stunt men. Oh yeah, and the uh, the fact that the cars, the damage on the cars um, comes and goes. Yeah, comes and comes goes and depending goes. on uh, what point they, they yeah. shot the footage. Uh, especially when the cars crash as well, and you can yeah. plainly tell that they're dummies because the heads fall off. Yeah. After the impact. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a classic example of a bad film that has gone cult. Yes, and like properly cult, not like uh, a bad bad film that's you know 
like uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, say, or any film by the Asylum. Yes, or Uber uh, Bowl for that matter. Yes, oh, we can or save him. him for another day. Yeah, yeah. that could be, be an entire show. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, Commando, uh, obviously a classic. I mean, it's it, it's it's the first film as well that Arnie had top billing as well. Mm. His first headliner movie, and uh, for that alone, it deserves praise. Uh, the characters of Sully. As well, and obviously uh, Bennett, um, they're the ones that stand out from the uh, bad guys. The blackest man in history. Oh no, no. I'm cook. Not, yeah, I'm not. You know, Bill Duke is an yeah. a, a, a acting legend, but uh, yes. in this he is very, very, very dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish to put myself in any more racist trouble, but <laughs> it's, it's, it wouldn't be racist to say that he does have dark skin. No, this is true. But he uh, is, that's, he, that's about the, as racist as me saying that you have very, very pale skin. <laughs> well, I try, um, but yes, yeah, um, the, the the cast are brilliant. I, the bit at the start as well. I'm not sure if Silent Night and Deadly Night Two came out after Commando. I think it did, uh, but there's that scene at the yeah. start with the uh, the, the, the bin yeah. bin men turn up, yeah. and um, he gets massacred. So I, I don't know if they sort of took, stole that idea for Possibly. Silent Night and Deadly Night Two, but yeah. we'll get onto that film at a later date. But yeah. Um, from from start to finish, I think Commando is is brilliant, and yes. not only that, but you have Arnie at the very end, wiping out a, an entire nation of soldiers, <laughs> all with varying different pieces of facial hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some have a moustache, some have sideboards, some, some have a moustache and sideboards. One has a beard, I think. Yeah. And uh, the wanton blood and violence as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's it's a classic. Yeah, yes. I think I'm gonna have to watch it. And the last time I saw it was about two years ago. You, you're missing out. You, 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 what, you were drunk for one, and you missed out on the the unedited version. Oh dear! So next time we have a movie night, I think uh, we'll have to pop it <laughs> on for you. On Blu-ray, no less. Oh! And surprisingly enough, the uh, the Blu-ray looks quite nice. Transfer is good. Given that it's uh, 24 years old, it's a better transfer than the thing. Surprisingly oh. enough. Um, but not quite as good as 2001: A Space Odyssey. That is like the ultimate sort of in cinema Blu-ray. <laughs> picture quality it's yeah. just like you know the scene at the end where the guy is sort of like gormlessly going um, it's like like that but you do it for real uh-huh. so that's, that, that's 2001 A Space Odyssey on Blu-ray yeah. but, um, so yes um, anything else you'd like to mention on Commando um, just the, again going back to the beginning the dramatic chords of fishing whilst he's fishing with uh, Jenny Oh, Jenny. <laughs> Where's Jenny? <laughs> Jenny spelt with a C-H. <laughs> and they're fishing out a dead fish, because yep. in films you're not allowed to catch live fish. And the next thing you know... And he's he's uh, feeding a deer. And the, 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 the music goes, goes sinister, doesn't it? Yeah. And it goes really soft again. Yeah. And then, no, actually, I think they feed a deer, then he goes fishing. Uh, he yeah. might, I might get the other way around, but the, the, the music goes... When he's gone fishing. Yeah, very, again. very dramatic. It's quite a good uh, quite a good soundtrack, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one bit that came to mind. I've completely forgotten it now. You've made me forget. Downwind. <laughs> you think I could smell him? I did. <laughs> so superhuman powers as well as... Uh, silent and smooth as always. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great. From Sully is fantastic as well. And, oh, the uh, the bit in the um, the shopping mall as well. Yes. We got the stunt double leaping across from the lift over to the the banister. He's actually got a Frankenstein style <laughs> false forehead. Um, 
which you know, it's, it's chock full of mistakes, but you've got to love it for it. It actually turns into a drinking game in of itself. But um, yeah, it's a mistake drink every time you spot a mistake. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of uh, parallel Commando with um, Spielberg's War of the Worlds because um, you've got Arnie. He's like this ex-killer, but he's also a family man. Mm. What's in this? You don't want to know. <laughs> you know, he can smell people coming from downwind. Yeah. But he doesn't know what's in a sandwich that his daughter's made. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and there's there's also the line about um, boy George. Why don't they call him jo- uh, girl, girl George, George and uh, just get away with all the uh, confusion? Yeah, no, very 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 so <laughs> very uh, very subversive. Yeah, in, it's a bit odd. In a very eighties kind of way, but there we go. Um, but um, yes, it's a very good film, most enjoyable. I recommend watching it. The DVD you can get for about two quid. Yeah. Uh, unless you. Um, that's just that's for the un uh, the the cut version I should say, the the uncut version is um, you can get it on region one import. It's like a special director's cut, and you can get it on import for about twelve pounds I think it is, and uh, the Blu-ray is also uncut, uh, and that's region B I think it is whatever they they've changed. You can get it from HMV. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> somebody here doesn't work for HMV. Um, he doesn't. I don't. You. <laughs> oh, neither do I. But somebody does. Oh, I wonder who it could be. Mm. I wonder who this person mm. could be. Um, <laughs> you've entered the scary door. Um, and Why should I believe you? You're Hitler! <laughs> Sorry, Turns out it's man. Um, yeah, as you may guess from uh, from this, this first sort of mini review, uh, it's mostly just going to be us ranting into the camera. <laughs> the camera, the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought I was doing a documentary. <laughs> For a second, I had flashbacks to being David Attenborough, even though I have never been David Attenborough and thus cannot have a flashback. Um, and we've deviated. Yeah, <laughs> again, gone off on a tangent there. Um, yeah. So Commander is available to buy in all good video retailers yeah, or, or DVD retailers because video is now defunct. Well, I was yes. talking video as in general. Oh, general, generic, generic. general. You know, Vide- video generally. Yes. I still own a VHS player. We have two so in the house. house. Yep. Got a VHS player. I have also got some VHS. Oh, yes. <laughs> ah. I used to rent that wrestling DVD. <laughs> Not DVD, the video. Yes, the most of my collection is uh, wrestling videos. Because I was selling them all off years ago. But yeah. They're like four quid each. And I was like, ah, buy 20. <laughs> anyway... Um, now we move on to the next section of the show, which is latest cinema and DVD releases. Now, uh, because it's the first one and we haven't really sort of researched this one this week, no. um, we have two for you: one in cinema and one um, on Blu-ray slash DVD, because uh, obviously it gets released on both formats these days. Latest cinema releases. So, first film up, we have *Inglorious Bastards*, which uh, I have yet to see. I'm going to go and watch it tomorrow. Oh, it's good. It's no. like two and a half hours, but it doesn't seem like two and a half hours. Uh, it's, it's a good long film. Yeah. Right. Unlike the end of Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> Return, Return of the, of the King. King. Like, oh, oh, look. Yes. It's the end. Oh, good, good. Yeah, we can go. Oh. I, I actually sat there when I watched that in the cinema, and when they're lying on the rock and it faded, I stood up in the cinema and you can't end it. There. Oh, it's come back on. Oh, whoops. <laughs> and everyone in this, oh, there was a lot of eyes watching me at the same time. I've never sunk so far in a cinema seat in my life. Until you sat on the one that was broken. Yeah. <laughs> and ended up on the floor. Yeah. In Narnia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how deep into yeah. the seat you went. No, I did that in Wallace and Gromit. I laughed and fell off my chair. 
easily done. Most easily done. Easily done. Um, as you can see, we do go off on tangents quite easily, but oh, wow. um, as long as it's uh, you know entertaining, we don't see what's <laughs> really, don't see the problem with that. Anyway, no. back to your review. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, it's uh, the new film by Quentin Tarantino. Of Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin. 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 Is that the the, the Chinese version of Tintin? <laughs> Quentin, Quentin, no. whatever. Tarantino's new film. Yeah. <laughs> flipping them off. The, the, the two people. Tarantino flipped them off. <laughs> I say. You get the scoop here first. Yeah. But anyway, it's um, it's based in World War Two, and it's uh, centres around, uh, as he normally does, four or five central characters. Yeah. And um. I have to say the performances are extremely good. Uh, my hat must be tipped to the, uh, uh, I think his name's Christopher Waltz, or Waltz or whatever. I don't even know if he's German, but that, you know. He sounds it. He sounds it. The one who played the detective. Yeah, he's, oh. he played the Jew Hunter. I can't right. think of his uh, German name, or the German name right. for it. But he flits between German, English, and Italian. Nice. Fluently. Yeah. And, oh, and French. And French, yes, yeah, sorry. And he also smokes a ridiculous pipe. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, it's bigger than a hand. <laughs> it's huge. So it's slightly cartoon-esque in its uh, <laughs> its approach. Yeah. Then, well, not really. Well, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's Tarantino. There's yeah. a lot of dialogue. Yeah, which is very well written in an awful lot of different languages. Yeah, yeah. and then you get the brief, sudden, sporadic bursts of violence. Yeah, yeah. and they're quite quite now, violent as well. I've um, I've <clears throat> read that basically Tarantino rewrites history. It's an alternate history piece, we'll say right. that. Okay. Something happens at the end that involves a certain... Somebody. Yeah, dictator whose face gets shot, shot off. off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and someone gets beaten with a baseball bat. Yeah, which is quite vicious. Hasn't yeah. there? Some bloke, uh, I think he's played by Eli Roth, I may be wrong, but uh, he's called the Jew Bear, and uh, <laughs> the Germans fear this bloke, and yeah, he just basically just batters this one Nazi with a baseball bat quite viciously um, although from a long shot you can tell it's a dummy yeah <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately but, yeah but the point remains it is quite quite violent and it's also um, riffing especially the title and the, the general premise is riffing off a film in the, an Italian film from the mm -hmm. 70s with the same title yes um but the, the 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 plots don't really line up, do they? It's just I basically the same sort of situation and the same title, and that's I, basically I, it, isn't I, it? I guess so. I, I admit I've, I've, well, I I don't know much I've, about the seventies. I've not watched the seventies version. I've heard it's quite bad. Oh, I wouldn't surprise it's, it's, me. It's, it's, it's Italian cinema in the seventies. <laughs> well, the closest they got really was uh, the westerns. That's that was true. the best point of yeah. Italian cinema. Well, that was the sixties though. B branching on to the 70s yeah. mostly the 60s mostly. Though, the, the classics yeah. were the 60s yeah. but by that point in Italian cinema they were riffing off uh, Hollywood yeah. quite a bit especially um, like uh, the likes of Lucio Fulci who did the um, Zombie Flesh Eaters films mm -hmm. he was riffing off uh, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead and uh, he actually spun out four sequels to Dawn of the Dead um which uh, varied in quality, including um, a zombie having a fight with a shark, nice. oh, and the, the zombie winning. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, sounds almost as bad as Lara Croft KOing a shark in yeah. the second Tomb Raider film. But I the mean, second Tomb Raider film did have Sparta. Yes, it did. Gerard have. Butler. 
Um, although she did ride the, I just remember she did ride the shark like a dolphin as well. She just hold on to its dorsal fin and it took her to the surface, if I remember right. Mm. <laughs> Probably one to steer clear of then, I yeah, think. Yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. It just, <coughs> it just wasn't that good no. either. <laughs> it's interesting what you say about the uh, Italians having, you know, that Western. Yeah. Because it's basically, it is sort of, in a word, in a nutshell, it is a, a Western set in World War Two. Yeah, it is general, actually, the yeah. general vibe and the music that he uses as well. It's yeah. Yeah. there's also a lot of yeah, it's a lot of western esque. Does it, does it harken back to uh, Clint Eastwood strolling into town and shooting um, some people? Not really in yeah. the face. No, you just get the feel of, of a western. Of a western, but it's set in World War Two. Right, and he also uses modern music. Yes, which yeah. as well. That's interesting, yeah, that's interesting. That's, yeah, but that's, it, it worked. As long as it works, I mean, I, yeah. cause I can't see why people insist on having to use period music for a period well, film. So, yeah. Yeah. from that from that perspective, I can agree with that. If it, if it suits the tone of the film, then why not? Because oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not making the film in the forties, is he? He's making no. the film now yeah. about the for, you know. Uh, I also want to mention an, uh, a cameo by Mr. Mike Myers. Ah, yes, he uh, is a typical film. British. Uh, uh, Commander, uh, Jim, 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 anyone, Jim, top, top, what, what, and all this. Scotch. <laughs> Scotch. Yeah, and Winston um, Churchill's in yes. the film as well. Just He's just sat there in the background of this scene looking very, very grumpy. Which was quite, <laughs> quite amusing with an enormous cigar as well. Is it almost as big as the pipe? Yes. In fact, well, I think well, it may yeah. have been big, and no, it, it wasn't. No, <laughs> it wasn't a comedy sized cigar. So, uh, would you recommend. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, it goes I, in order as well. Does it? It doesn't yeah. go, here's the middle, here's. Towards the end, here's the very beginning, here's the very end, and here's slightly further. And here's, the here's some plot points that aren't necessary but add to the yeah, whole tapestry. Yeah, but we'll just throw them in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so do a pulp fiction. Yeah, I, I gave it a nine out of ten. Very good. I yes. look forward to watching it. I hope you enjoy it yeah, as much yeah. as I do. Yeah. I, I'm sure good. I will. It's a Tarantino. I mean, I even enjoyed Jackie Brown and. Well, a lot of people like Jackie no, Brown. I, I wasn't overly, you know, I wasn't that bothered about seeing it. It was not my favourite Tarantino by any means. Mm-hmm. I haven't but, seen um, that one. We'll, uh, I can lend it you if you want. And that, if you heard that, that was the sound of ants. Uh, that was my ankle and a bit of my leg cracking. Yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, he's lost an ankle. Um, so uh, moving on to uh, a latest DVD release slash Blu-ray. Yes. Uh, is Watchmen because again, that, it's not that new, but it's no, the we, only we, one we I bought recently. Yes. <laughs> I think it's the last one I bought. I mean, I've bought the new uh, Blu-ray of Red Dwarf: Back to Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, but that won't turn up until tomorrow, funnily oh, enough. Right. <laughs> uh, it was out. It's actually out today, on the day that we we're recording oh, right, this, okay. which is um, oh. Bank Holiday Monday. Yes. Um, but it's out. Uh, it's out today, and I should be getting it tomorrow because it was dispatched last week. Uh, but it, it's also pretty much on HMV.com. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much, uh, pretty much exactly the same as the the regular DVD release that came out in June or July. But now it's all in HD. So that'll be nice. So anyway, Watchmen. Yes. Um, very good film. Again, very long. Yeah, but it's one of those um, that it, uh, it depends which way you look at it. I mean, story-wise, it's very good. Obviously, yeah, it's long, but again, it's one of those films that doesn't feel no. massively long, unless you're in the cinema and you need to go for a pee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unlike on Blu-ray and DVD, where you can just pause it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an added bonus. It's a shame you can't do that in the cinema, really. Yeah, everyone would everyone just be sat there going, "Oh God, come on!" <laughs> but that'd be the next there'd step. There'd always be one heifer who had to go for a massive poo. Yeah, and you'd all be sitting there. Sh- going, oh, sh- should we on. just press play? <laughs> <laughs> He's been a while. Five minute roll. You may have died. I, I don't <laughs> think they're coming back. 
But um, yeah, Watchmen, very good film, as, as yeah. we say. Um, I, I mean, I've read the uh, the graphic novel as well. So the the original comic. I, I don't like graphic novel. That, I'm that's, currently reading it. Oh, it's it's very good. The, yeah. the the ending in the film suits the uh, the story a bit more. Yeah, I actually, um, this may be very. A lot of people didn't like the ending in the film, but to be perfectly honest, this is going to be controversial. I preferred the ending yeah, I in the, the film. I prefer the, the dun, film ending. Dun, dun. But I also I quite like the um, the fact that the, the bits where is that. Zack Snyder isn't trying to emulate the look of the comic, mm-hmm. you know, not the bits, the bits that he's made up, sort of like that are original, like the the intro sequence that was fantastic. Yeah, I love the intro really sequence, yeah. um, but the bits, especially the bits that he's not emulating the um, the, the, the panels in the uh, mm-hmm. the original comic, but uh, it's a good story as it is anyway. It's um, it wasn't quite what I was expecting when I saw it because I hadn't read the uh, read the original yeah. before the film. So I sort of went in sort of blank. Yeah, yeah. I did that. I, I, yeah. I, was, I knew it was coming out, and I'd only just started working at um, my current place of employment. <laughs> if you mention it one more time, <laughs> I will start charging you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and people there were going, oh, well, you've got to read Watchmen, got to read Watchmen. This was back in October, because it, mm. sort of, it had been in the works, obviously, yep. for a very long time, and it was only just sort of getting to the stage where it was about to be released in March. So they were like, oh, you must read the, the the novel so I did I got that and I was lucky enough to read it before I went to the cinema yeah and yeah you, there are bits and pieces that he's changed but that was mainly to do with the fact that the actors that he employed for the film um, had to try and look older in the flash forwards well yeah. you know the normal age as they are in the past in the yeah. 40s or whatever and they had to age them for yeah the modern day yeah for 1980. the 80s Alternate nineteen eighty five or something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, and it also changes a little bit the the backstory <coughs> of them because obviously they they're younger than what they are in the graphic novel. Yeah, especially the comedian. He should have been born in nineteen twenty four, I think. In the film, he was born in the nineteen sixteen. I have something. to say as well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan sort of n- nailed that yeah, role that pretty was, much. He was very I mean, very good in that. The only other thing I've seen him in is Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, bits that's, and bobs. That's and one thing I do like about that film. It's a lot of unknown actors, mm. but they play the parts really, really well. Yeah. Mm. Especially, I've mentioned uh, Jackie O'Healy as well for uh, Rorschach. Yeah, he's he uh, he's the new Freddy Krueger. Oh. Is he really? Yeah. Because oh, uh, they're they're rebooting uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and he's uh, he's the new Freddy. So I can see that working quite well. Yeah, they, they should have his voice for Solid Snake if they ever get round to making the film of Metal Gear Solid. Because it just the minute I heard him, I thought, oh. It's Snake. 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 Yes. (laughs) What do you want? But yeah, that film was... uh, It's very good. It's a very good watch. Mm, The story is superb. I was very surprised by it, because when I first saw the trailers, I thought it looked terrible, and then I actually Mm. went... You watch the film, and it's like, ooh. (laughs) If you can't hear Anthony, it's because you're talking through his fingers. When I actually watched it, I, I was thoroughly impressed. Mm. Was well, the um, the other thing I kind of liked. I mean, because I've watched Three Hundred, I really liked Three Hundred because it's just mental. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much all done green screen. But some of the techniques that he used on Three Hundred, he used quite well in in Watchmen. I mean, like the opening scene where uh, the comedian gets beaten up. Mm. There's a lot of like the the slow mo, fast mo type stuff going on. And if you also a sly nod to Three Hundred as well. Yeah. Because because he's in uh, Apartment Three Thousand and One, and the one yes. drops off. During the yeah, it's just his 300, 300. Yeah, uh, that's very, very sly. <laughs> very sly, but 
It seems a bit pointless, really, doesn't it? Well, a little it's, bit. it's like the, the one drops off three hundred. Yes, I directed that film. <laughs> On to the next scene. Um, Just remind you. Yeah, but uh, apparently there's a, a three hundred sequel in in line, oh, and they might no. bring back Sparta. Gerard Butler. I think you should be Gerard Sparta Butler. Yeah. Yeah. That probably works better. Yeah, Yeah. but um, he's um, he's just done a rom com as well with um, whatever her name is. She's also in um, Grey's Anatomy. Catherine Zeta Jones. Heigl. Heigl. Who? Heigl. She's she's in. She is quite nice. She's in. She's in uh, Grey's Anatomy, and they've done a rom com. Forty-six wedding. Twenty twenty-eight dresses. That film was awful. (laughs) <laughs> I've seen enough copies of that to fill um, a, a prostitute's castle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's it's, um, it's a very good film. Uh, your score uh, for the, the for the release on on DVD. On the, I can, I would give it 10 but because we haven't got the director's cut damn the Americans got that for no reason at all Uh, it's it's a money making scheme they're cowboys Ted hopefully they'll release the director's cut here at some some point point because it it does have extra scenes in it um, that you also get the fight with um, uh, with the original Night Owl when he gets in the graphic novel spoiler alert turn your uh, speakers down if you don't haven't read the novel where uh, Night Owl One gets killed, uh, yeah. there's a scene. Oh, that bit. Yeah, that I, bit. I, I, I was quite disgusted with that in the the comic. Yeah, because yeah. you watch the film and blah blah blah. Oh, that's very good. Oh. And uh, <laughs> so Ant's covering his ears because he hasn't finished reading it yet. Uh, and then you see the bit with um, where the, where the crowds go up to the house. I'll, I'll try and be as spoiler light as possible for for your benefit. <laughs> um, but the crowds go up to the house and sort of just pummel him and everything. It's like. Yeah. Uh, that's that's upsetting. Yeah, they filmed that and didn't put it in the theatrical release, but they put it in the director's cut. And apparently, you see him when he's getting a few shots off on uh, the attackers. They fl- he flashes back to his uh, his glory in, days. In his glory days. Yeah, he's, I think that he gets a left hook on someone and it flashes back, and it's uh, uh, the Axis bloke. I can't recall his name. But, uh, the access bloke, access as oh, in access. Nazi people, you oh. know, World War Two. Oh right, like yeah. Goering and Himmler. Yeah, they belong to the Axis. Yeah, the Axis of evil. Yes, but anyway, that's yeah. a song by Three Inches of Blood, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> oh, also one of George Bush's uh, primary um, <laughs> pom- slogans. Yeah, but uh, yeah. he's gone now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they filmed all that, and there's bits in there that were taken out. I think there's also extended scenes. Involving Rorschach in the penitentiary as well, with his doctor. There may also be some other random. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more there's of the doctor in the uh, in the original. In the book. book, yeah, he's got a whole chapter dedicated to him where his marriage. Falls he's showing apart. him the Rorschach test and everything, and <coughs> yeah. he sees a dog's head split open and stuff yeah. like that. That's quite good. But yeah, I mean, um, nine out of ten because we haven't got the director's cut. But when we get the director's coat, you'll probably bump it up. Nine and a half, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we do halves? We don't know because we haven't set up a scoring system. No, I don't think we should. We should stick to yeah. the full numbers. Full, full number. Or just not give it a score. Why not give it a score in the case of the score? I So, next up, Movie Rad. Oh, God. He's been a bit quiet this time. Oh, yeah. He's been a bit quiet this time. Uh, 
Mr. Tremaine. Yeah, yeah. so now... I've had a lot to say. Put no. your finger down. But I'm all right. <laughs> uh, just to clarify, I had my finger over my mouth. <laughs> you weren't just, <laughs> you were just <laughs> flipping hat. <Did> no. <laughs> that wouldn't have gone down Random very well. Random swearing. If you were. Yeah. Well, he keeps putting his finger in my bumps. I'm going to help it, sorry. Anyway, I shall now um, not hand... Cat. <laughs> That's not when my temperature gets taken. Shana, now hand the mic over. Well, hand the mic over proverbially to Mr. Tremaine, yes. um, who uh, has the the joy of doing the movie rant this week, oh, and nice. uh, it's your your topic of choice is Titanic, the the true utter, un factually incorrect three and a half yawn fest that is done by Mr. James Cam. It's just, oh my god, where do I start? Uh, but, well, with a complete <laughs> sentence, maybe. Yeah, that that wasn't really no. I don't think Phrases. there was a full stop in there. Just, just random together. syllables. <laughs> James Cameron, bad. <laughs> Titanic <laughs> film, three and a half hours. Boots. Yawn. Kate Winslet. Ooh. <laughs> it's almost a Tony Blair. Speech. Yeah, no. But it's it's just a case of it starts off and you've got or a Shatner uh, speech. Oh yeah, good lord. But he would be. Talking like this. Yes. Going up. And then recording really fast. <laughs> Gone! <laughs> Sounds an awful lot like um, Ben Kingsley. Um, but no, it, it just starts off... Oh, you know, they're, they're going down and looking at the ship and uh, they're coming back up and they find this random safe with all these, I might say, rather vile, mouldy old paintings that literally do just look like someone's just pooed in the safe and left it there for... They probably have. Yeah. <laughs> However many years ago, Titanic sank, and um, and and then eighty-seven. Ninety-seven. No, hang on. No, they had the hundred-year anniversary. No, that's, no, that's three years. Nineteen twelve, it sank. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, it was. Yeah. Ninety-seven. Yeah. My maths is awful. Mm. Carry on. Funnily enough, that was the same year the film was made. <laughs> but it and then ninety-seven. Ninety. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then this old codger comes along claiming to be someone who, who lived on lived on the Titanic oh, right. who the, the, stayed the, on it. The, the end of the film, I hated yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, when she just drops the bloody... He's like, don't drop it, love. Pawn it off. You could get a small fortune for that, you dopey old man. And then she dies at the end of the film anyway, so she wouldn't well, have to <laughs> pawn it off. Yeah, she could have left it to a daughter. Along who, with... who was the, the, the head of the boat? Cause I'm sure it reminds me of Bill Paxton. I th it is, I think. Is it's it the Bill one pa from Aliens? Yeah. yeah it's Game him. over, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Bill Paxton seems to be the recurring theme of the show. <laughs> um, it's caught quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, in not very good films. No. <laughs> but then mm. you, you've got all this rubbish going on, and then she, you know, takes you back, takes you back to the day, and it's just three and a half hours worth of Kate Winslet and and Leonardo DiCaprio, whatever his bloody name is, ice cream boy, I call him. When he when he was popular. Yeah, now he's yeah. just fat apparently. Mm. He's just put on a few pounds and a beard, but. <laughs> It's, the beard adds three stones. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just them just going, oh, I, I love you, but I can't touch you because you're engaged to him. And, and and then they touch. And then they touch. They Isn't touch. that Billy Zane? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Who does more than he does in Blood Rain? He, he overturns oh, God, yeah, a table. He's in, he's in Blood Rain. He was yeah. also in The the Phantom. He's also in Three uh, with Kelly Brook where she uh, gets them out. Oh. Uh, you'll find uh, this is a recurring theme in uh, in Hatton's movie watching yeah, <laughs> experience. Seen someone get them out, or they've they've had another scene with another lady. 
Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> of the two. It's, it's a choice. It could go either way. Turn it into a drinking game every time you listen in. <laughs> yeah. so, let's see how far he can go. You, you can just play a drinking game every time he's around. You go, he's going to mention it. There we go, that's two shots. <laughs> two uh, shots if they've had it off with someone. One shot if they've just got them out. Anyway. <laughs> Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, Kate Winslet does also get them out in an offer to be drawn in nothing but a necklace that she then, in turn, later on in life, drops into the ocean. And then, then croaks it. Maybe that necklace yeah. was keeping her alive. Yeah. <laughs> she gets rid of that and that's it. She's bothered. So, secretly, James Cameron had, had actually made a sci-fi film out of Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind you, half the shots in that film look like it should have been a spaceship, not a sinking mm. ship going down. But at the same Captain time... Captain Bird's eye on the, uh, <laughs> the bridge as well. Wow. Why is he suddenly from... Um, North, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ramming speed. No, I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> also a gay euphemism. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but you've got all this, and then you've got the horrifically inaccurate facts. Like, there were the, the two wireless operators on the actual ship died within about half an hour of being in the water. Kate wins that she's in the water for about a good hour's worth when it's flooding in the ship, and... How on earth she manages to swing an axe when she's supposed to be slowly but surely contracting hypothermia, which means your reaction time would just die, she just, it just wouldn't happen. And, I mean, it's just all, all in all. And the, the, apparently, according to Rich, they got the dolphins wrong as well. Hmm. Don't, as, in fact, I'll let you explain that one. Well, all I know is that they, they're travelling in the Atlantic Ocean from Southampton to, uh, to New, York, New, New York. York. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only one New York. I know, it's, it's, in, it's in the, the... Yeah. It's New York, New York. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> if, you put, if you write it on an envelope, you have to put New York, New York. Oh, yes, it's because New York State, of course. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're going <laughs> to New York. That's where the song comes from. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, but anyway, they're travelling across the Atlantic, uh, and the dolphins that are in the Titanic film, uh, I think they're brown speckly ones. Um, and I don't think they, they apparently they shouldn't have been brown speckly ones they should they're have not been. indigenous to the uh, to that area of no, the ocean no right. so they got that wrong uh, oh dear well in fairness to a lot of these films factual inaccuracy is quite common yeah, yeah. Uh, the the closest you come to like factual accuracy I mean it can go both ways you, you can sacrifice factual accuracy for entertainment value which I think what James Cameron is what, what he's trying to do yeah um, you also get that in uh, Inglorious Bastards as well. Yes. Mm. Uh, you can sacrifice it for entertainment, or you can do what they did in like uh, Downfall on a World War Two theme. Yeah, but that was a and very well done film. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can, yeah. you can, you can go one or two ways. Uh, yeah. Das Boat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're only in my head because of uh, thinking of Inglorious Bastards, but uh, <laughs> and war films. But those are two that don't sacrifice the factual accuracy for for story because you know the facts are enough mm-hmm. they I mean, saying that even titanic on its own it has enough factual accuracy it, it, to make it entertaining yeah. it has some but there are enormous ones that just shouldn't i be. don't mean the film i just mean the, the oh the actual sh- oh, okay then. yeah <laughs> the actual ship itself um, um but if if you um james cameron obviously sacrificed he james cameron's love is the ocean yeah. Which makes me wonder why he's done a sci-fi story with uh, in Avatar, quite frankly. Who but, knows? It, it um, looks good and it's 3D. I'm also surprised that he didn't do um, swimming aliens like they did in Alien 4. Oh, so, alien uh, Resurrection, I should say. I, uh, you mean the one with the white chocolate alien? At yes. The end? <laughs> Who's the Milky Bar kid? That thing is, obviously. <laughs> but um, 
Any any more of your Titanic? Um, Anything else you want to mention? Well, apart from the silly cow at the end dropping her necklace in, and and then some stupid bloody flashback, which she's in the ship, and then they're all just stand, all the people that have died. Could you be any more morbid, James? Just stand there clapping her as she walks in the main hall. You're like, no, no. Join us. <laughs> Although I, join I, I, us. <laughs> one of us. Well, I, I will give it some up so when when the ship is the scene where the ship's in in the dock at, um, wherever they start from because it wasn't Southampton Liverpool was it? No, no I think it was Ireland they started the film from ah. and because um, yeah because Ireland was its last port of call before it went across and they the, the Titanic you see in the background they actually built they built the entire Titanic and that was the budget yeah <laughs> that was the entire budget gone and I think they used it as well to like they put it on hydraulics so it shook and it went up and down and, and the stern rose so they could uh, people could hang off it and ultimately fall off and smack their heads off propellers which you shouldn't laugh at but it was quite funny when that <laughs> I, I must admit when I saw that the first time I thought yeah cool <laughs> there's, there's either that or there's the woman just sliding down the ship and a skirt just goes woohoo and just wafts everyone on the way down I think it's a man thing to find stuff like that funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, the thing about watching bad films on purpose. It's, yeah, it's I, a man thing. It's a morbid yeah. fascination. Yeah, yeah. you it's can't help deep yourself. Deep embedded in the human psyche. Which reminds me yeah. that that is one I need to hunt down. They did actually make a film in the eighties called Raise, Ra- yeah, Raising the Titanic, and it's mm. supposed to be god awful, which I shall hunt down. I think what else was there about Titanic? Oh, uh, there's a night to remember. That was quite good. Yeah, that's first. That was on the other night as mm-hmm. well. Coincidentally enough, as we're doing a Titanic weekend, we're like, okay, we set trends for Channel Five, <laughs> and um, there was I think it made something like three, four billion something stupid. It made a like silly that. amount of money. Yeah, and Celine Dion managed to retire on it. Oh, I know. She just croaked her way through at the end, which apparently I do wish James Cameron had kept because originally he didn't want a song at the end because he'd feel he would sell out. I blame composer James Horner for no, A, he did yes, he did a very good score even if he used a MIDI choir all the way through it but never mind uh, but it was his fault because he wrote the song with someone else and then presented it to James and even Silly Dion did a, a secret demo of it and oh, no, no, no don't ever do that again and then unfortunately that film spawned Pearl Harbor yeah. which was pretty much the same film again for three and a half hours and uh, see the um, uh Trey Parker and Matt Stone uh, homage to Pearl Harbor in Team America yeah <laughs> um, yeah so um, are, you, are you all ranted I, out I think I am yeah, yeah. I think I'm done um, I, I, I didn't think the film was that bad but I, I just took it as face value yeah, and I thought yeah, yeah it's it alright entertainment value to it it's just the facts just peeled me off that they were so bad yes they, never mind they have that effect Yes. <laughs> Kate Winslet gets them out. It's the highlight. You have to wait. Take, take, take a shot. You, you do have to wait about you two hours for that to happen. happen. Yeah. And God for DVDs. Of course, there skip, is. The, skip, uh, skip, skip. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, there we go. You, you, you watch it from Slow mo. Yeah. You zoom in a bit, and then you actually watch the rest of the film from there because that's where the film starts to pick up. That's right, it's Probably. interesting. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps the second hour on. You could have saved a lot of money then if it had just filmed Kate Winslet naked. And then the Titanic sinking. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps it would have been great. Perhaps the two were related. And there's always, of course, I nearly forgot the famous hand on back window of steamed up car and slowly slide it down. Wasn't Steam. that a factual inaccuracy as well? That model of car wasn't in production at that time. Was it a uh, I can't remember. I don't. I can't remember. I'm sure I've read somewhere that that 
model of car. We'll have to look it up, I think. Yeah. But that that car model wasn't in production in 1912, and therefore they shouldn't have been able to uh, steam it up. No, as they were. I don't know how you'd steam a car up that quickly, but and, and plus they're having go, sex. Going. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> on okay, the windows. Go, 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 go quick. I think you'll find because it's in a ship in the middle of the ocean, it tends to be quite yeah. cold. Oh yeah, but thing is though, they're they're having sex, but she's got, she's mysteriously procured a towel from somewhere. Because if you look, she's got a towel around her top half. Where the bloody hell have you got that from? Maybe you just put Leonardo DiCaprio's arm in the way and you, you won't see uh, it. Perhaps he's not contractually obliged to touch her. No, he does. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not there, look, anyway. No, not there. no, he does, actually. <clears throat> if I remember rightly. She sits there and goes, touch me, Jack. And he just goes, and off they go. <laughs> They're away. <laughs> This sounds like a Looney Tunes song. Touch me. That's not right. But yes, that's Titanic in a nutshell. Okay. It wasn't really a nutshell, was it? That that, that was more a packet of nuts. Yeah, it was. Three hours half eaten. Finally, the last section of the show, Bad Movie. This week's bad movie is Shark Attack 3, uh, which we all watched uh, the other week. Um, Your thoughts? Um, Apart from the fact that it has the greatest line in cinema history. Yeah, I'm really wired, you know, about this film. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think we'll go so far as to actually ruin the line. line. But uh, go on, either watch the film or go on YouTube and look for Shark Attack 3 best line. And uh, it's, it's on there. Uh, also, uh, work best movie deaths as well. That like five of them are from Shark Attack Three. So um, yeah. Anyway, but your, your thoughts? Um, well, the story. Um, did it have a story? I don't. I, I think I'm it, not sure. It, it basically it's it it's Jaws, Jaws, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Jaws. Jaws with an enormous shark in it. That was about yeah. the story in a well, nutshell. For an hour, you think, okay, it's got this one shark. This shark is the size of the Jaws shark. Yeah, it wasn't a particularly impressively sized shark. No, <laughs> and the bit at the end where they, they actually, spoiler alert where they killed the shark, oh, well, and and it just it just gets winched off <laughs> slowly out of shot. Is that, is that the bit where John Barrowman beats it to death? With yes, a, a, a baseball battles. Yeah, and then, then she, she comes on and goes, "You're extinct!" <laughs> Boom, and yeah. it just splat. They they just got a fan and just went, ah, throw lots of guts at the wall." Yeah, <laughs> and then the shark was slowly winched off the set. <laughs> Um, and yes, John Barrowman was in that film. Yes, yeah. he was in it. That was before his Torchwood days, and he does straddle a pole, as he tends to do quite often yeah. in Torchwood. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's 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 oh, awful. Stock footage has it eating people. If that makes yeah. sense, stock footage yeah. eats people. Yeah. Stock footage of sharks rather eat yeah. people. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, the film is for, for the first sixty minutes because it's called Shark Attack Three Megalodon. And uh, Megalodon is um, a prehistoric shark that was the size of a whale. Um, and basically it could fit ten people in its mouth or something stupid. It, that's how big it was. Yeah. Um, and for the first hour you've got a Jaws-sized shark. And then they kill that shark off. And then next thing you know, the, the rescue boat comes along and gets eaten by a Megalodon. Eaten whole. Yeah, it just swallows the boat, and then it's stock footage that yeah. eats the boat, CGI'd into the water. And, and then John Barrow. Actually, I think pretty much every shot of the the shark eating something was the same CG shot of the shark from coming up, you know, camera above the the, the water, mm. shark emerging, item like a boat, a person going into the shark. Yeah. 
end of CG. <laughs> um, the boat with the ridiculous amounts of speed. And which lever do we pull now? One of eighteen. Take Quick, we need to go faster. Let's pull number seventeen. <laughs> yeah, but there's also that that boat uh, when they're doing said lever action. Um, there isn't uh, the boat actually isn't moving. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you want to go extra especially fast, just turn the, the steering wheel at an yep. alarming rate. And button number seventeen again. Mm, yep, there you go. Oh, we need to go a bit faster. Oh, let's pull this one. Need to go a bit slower. Pull the same one back down again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Actually, no, I think they had another one to go slower. It was a different one. Yeah. It's like a handbrake-esque one, it must have been. Uh, add to the fact that the, the lead actress's face melted halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, for some reason, you've, you've got John Barrowman and an old bloke in uh, a submarine. A little... Uh, a tiny, tiny... A Thunderbird 4-style yeah, submarine. And it's huge. It's, a tardis, it's huge on the inside. It's a yeah. submarine. And uh, the old guy gets out, and John Barrowman actually sets an explosive off in the mouth of the shark, and gets blown away by the explosion underwater, and still survives. Yeah, somehow because it's John Barrowman. Yeah, and John I Barrowman, re- he, he can't die. I, I reckon he is actually immortal, like they say in Torchwood. I reckon he, he just is. Literally, he can't seriously die. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just physically cannot die. But uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those films that you can't help but watch. I mean, Shark Attack one and two weren't much better. Oh, I've only ever seen Shark Attack two, and I just remember the sharks sounding like tigers. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of that. Yeah. Another bit in Shark Attack two is you, you just see this blatantly fake plastic. It was like a scientific model that they used to go. Yes, here's a great white shark, and they just kind of like pushed it and let it float out through a gate mm. and just filmed that. And there you go. It's well, a shiny it's, shark. It's it's in the. Uh, since Jaws, there have been a lot of these like really dodgy films that yeah. have been based on sharks. I mean, Deep Blue Sea is probably the biggest budget of them all. That wasn't too bad. Though. That that was I, that I was a that was a cheese that. fest in yeah. in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I did enjoy that. But we I, I, that in I, the party. I think uh, Shark Attack Three or the Shark Attack films in general tend to rip off yeah. the Jaws series, Deep Blue Sea, that sort of thing. I mean, um, it open for a four. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another <laughs> megalodon somewhere. Yeah, apparently with, with with a really pointless with with, with the the stock for they had a stock shot of the the beach at the start or something like that, and then you get to the end you got the same stock shot but they actually let the, um, carry on under the water and you see the other shark, mm. so that's obviously uh, evidence of them saving money on the shots. Yeah. But um, I haven't watched Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus all the way through yet, but there is they are guilty of that in that as well. I've only seen there is a lot, yeah, a lot. Mm. But they, they have, they have, um, they, they have this thing of saving money because the the, the filming, sh- uh, like the amount of days they actually shoot the film for it, it takes about twelve days per film, and then they edit it all together with all the CG shots that they decide to do, um, with all the um, yeah the CG the stock footage. Uh, reusing shots if they haven't got enough, that sort of thing. It's like it's a really cheap way of doing films. <laughs> I mean, at least with Shark Attack, they haven't tried to um, uh, pretend to be a big budget film ahead of its no, uh, cinema they, release. They, they've just kind of gone, yeah, there we go. This, yeah. What you see is what you get. Uh, like Transmorphers, for example. That came out on DVD the week before Transformers hit the screen <laughs> in the cinema. Transmorphers. Oh, dear. It's a film by the Asylum. It's oh, uh, no. shocking. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Actually, Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. It's six ninety nine in uh, Morrison's at the moment. For six ninety nine at the moment, you can get Borat for two quid. 
you can get uh, 30 days of night for 3.99. You can oh, get some uh, I don't know, you can get a bar much. of chocolate. Uh, what for 30 days of night? Yeah, I hated that film. I, I thought it was quite good. I, I watched it in the it cinema. It could have been better, I must it admit. It could have been a lot better. <laughs> it could I, have been I, much I watched better, it in the cinema and thought, oh no, I want my money back. Uh, we'll, we'll come on to that one uh, yeah, another day. Well, yeah. we, we can start a debate on uh, bad films at some yeah. other point. But, um, but yeah, Shark Attack 3, all in all, as bad films go, it wasn't that bad. Really, it's it's, it's it, bad. The comedic yeah. value, I think, yeah. saved it from. The, 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 there, are, there, are, there are funny bad films, or unintentionally funny bad films, and yeah. then there are films that are so bad that you can't even find anything funny about them. No, we've, we've seen um, quite a few Uber Bowl films like that. Yeah, so that'll be uh, another subject we get <laughs> yeah. on to at, at a later date. Do a so. Special on him. There's <laughs> enough of them. <laughs> Might do that next time, actually. Yeah, there you go. Why not? <laughs> so, um, anything I'll, else you'd like to add? The fact that the Jaws theme was in there. But the notes, the two notes from the original Jaws theme uh, were reversed. Were, were, yeah, they were reversed, and there was a third note added in. Oh, so it was yeah. the same theme. Bum, but bum, just, bum. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. bum. <laughs> Where's that come from? Slightly jazzed up Jaws theme. Yeah. Anyway. And then Indiana Jones gets his gun out and shoots the guy. Um We've gone off on another tangent. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it, actually. That's uh, that's everything I've got noted down. So um, I think we shall uh, call it a day there. Yeah. Thank you for tuning yeah. in if you have done. Have a good week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.